Welcome to Rebels Deconstructed Podcast. Listen to people in tech sharing their journey through criticism, failure, and staying true to their vision to make an impact. Pour yourself a drink and get inspired. Welcome to episode three of the Rebels Deconstructed Podcast. I'm Tom, and I'll be your host for today, joined by Juana Mihail, senior UX and product designer at Rebeldot, to talk about her creative process and finding inspiration. Welcome, Juana. Thanks for accepting our invitation. Hi, Tom. Thank you for inviting me. Before jumping into it, can you tell us a few details about yourself? Yes, of course. I'm a UX designer in Rebeldot for one year now. I'm a senior UX designer. Uh, I started my journey as a graphic designer, actually. I wanted to be an architect when I was little. So I was in, uh, in the high school of arts in my hometown, and I figured out that I cannot see in space at all. So what, what does that mean, you can't see in space? I was really bad of, on um, descriptive geometry. Right. I was really, really bad. I could, couldn't see anything in space. And that's a crucial part of becoming an architect. Okay. Or just joining the university, I guess. Okay, and what, what made you think that, okay, shifting the domain from architecture to another design domain is the right choice for you? Because I was, I think I was creative growing up and I always wanted to do something in that domain. I didn't know, knew if it was architecture, interior design or anything else. And uh, in 10th grade, I think I switched from the architecture profile to, to the graphic design profile. It was actually a product design, not the product design that we know right now as the UX, but the product design that actually creates products. Mm -hmm. What was the first product that you worked on then? The, your first touch with that graphic slash product design domain? I think I created a visual identity for, for something. I don't remember what was it, okay. but it, it was a visual identity. Mm -hmm. And then I studied graphic design in university and we had just one course of uh, web design was called and everything you did there was basically learn Photoshop, which is pretty much useless right now. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to Cluj. My first job was as a graphic designer in a small company. Then I was looking online one day and I saw a position for a junior UX. And then I, I, I thought to myself, uh, I need to, to take that, that job for one year and just start learning everything. And uh, I applied to the job. They were kind enough to hire me because I was just a graphic designer wanting to, to learn more about UX. It was a new domain. So you were like, I tried this for one year. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, okay, time to switch. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I did that and I fell in love and I started to research more and more about that. And I think I'm self-taught. I, I made a few courses along the way, but... Um, Basically, everything I know was from tutorials, from my colleagues, from the project I, 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 projects I worked on, mm -hmm. and that's it. Mm -hmm. and, and this pretty much shows the amount of information that is available if you have the time and the desire to put in the work. Of course, yeah. And if you are passionate about it. Mm -hmm. I think the, the main idea here is to, to find what you love to do and try to express yourself by doing that. Mm -hmm. But you need to know yourself in order to 
find what you love. I think it's a circle, you know? Mm -hmm. You cannot know who you are if you're not finding what you love to do. And you're finding yourself by finding out what you like to do. Yeah, and in the same time, if you're not open to new experiences or getting out of the comfort zone, of course. You, for example, you would have never switched. Of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the main key here is to, like you said, get out of the comfort zone and trying new things and talking to, to the people that you usually don't talk to. You can find out really interesting stuff and switch the vision. If you're trying to find something that you really like to do and or finding yourself, because I think that's the main purpose, right? You should really step out of the comfort zone and try to do things the opposite like you did previously. Basically, if you, for example, listening to a type of music, start, start listening to new music. See what's there. See what you really like. If you want to read something, don't read a book because someone recommended or you need to read it. Just read it because you want to do that. So find out who, who you are and try to express it. Okay. And how do you express yourself through art and through design? Oh, oh um, along the time I had uh, multiple ways of expressing myself. So first I tried painting. Now I, I switched back to that actually because I left that for a while. And now I'm trying to, to do some relief paintings. That's a different kind of painting with uh, some materials that are 3D. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I wanted a place because I'm, I'm working on a laptop the majority of the time. I wanted a place to, to do something creative with my hands. And I really love the, the candles, you know, and the mm -hmm. way that they make uh, a house feel like a home and the atmosphere that they are creating. And when the pandemic started, I bought a few candles and then um, I was curious about the process, how, how they are made. And I started researching about them and about wax and how many types of wax that there are. And uh, just because I had that idea in my mind, I, that I wanted the space to, to freely express who I am and my creativity, I started doing candles. <laughs> okay. And that's like a, a, a passion, a hobby. And uh, they were welcomed. And some of my friends thought maybe I should create an Instagram page. And it all started there. And then my uh, hobby transformed into a small business. And right now I'm, I'm just selling candles. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds awesome. Can you tell me a bit, speaking of your candle business, yeah. you have quite a few collections. So yes. your collections range from Calm in a Box, Nostalgia in a Box, Courage in a Box, to your latest collection where you have uh, Smells Like Existential Crisis and Dry Shampoo, Dear Santa, Define Naughty, and Smells Like This is Festive as Fuck. So what does Existential Crisis smell like? <laughs> the scent of the, the candle... Um is actually lemongrass and orange. But that's a surprise because anyone can define existential crisis in their own terms. And basically, that's a surprise that you're having when you're opening the box. Okay. The names of the candles, though, I really wanted to express some feelings that are related with sense. So this is why I have happiness in a box, for example. Mm-hmm. Or um, 
I don't know, nostalgia in a box. Mm-hmm. The happiness in a box, uh, when I when I thought about that name, so the candle smells like jam, a strawberry jam, actually. And for me, when I open a, a fresh jar of strawberry jam, it's like pure happiness. And this is why the candle is named like that. Because you can correlate a certain mood with the scent. We all do that along the time. Mm-hmm. So this is why I came up with the creative names. Awesome. So what what is creativity? How would you define creativity? Is it something that is part of human nature or is it something that needs to be learned or maybe a bit of both? Oh, I don't think uh, it, it's a, a specific path that you need to, to follow in order to be creative. I think we all are creative. And I think creativity is, or, or the common description of the creativity is just finding or generating new ideas that bring value for a specific subject. What I like to think creativity is, I think it's basically the nature manifesting within us or the universe manifesting within us. I think this is creativity and everyone is creative. But the, when you grow up, you learn to have, you learn some habits. When you are little, if we are thinking of a, a little uh, child, right? When he's yeah. planning, he's so creative. He's not thinking, I'm going to do that or I'm going to, I don't know, draw this and I'm going to be the best uh, painter in the world. No, he's just doing that. I think the, the main thing you, you have to do in order to be creative is just start doing something and express yourself by doing that thing. Mm-hmm. If, even if it's um, art, poetry, uh, singing, whatever, just express yourself by doing that thing without thinking I'm, I need to be the best in the world in that domain. Or you, or you will fail. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't need to think about uh, what if I will fail. If you fail, what, ha- what will happen? Mm-hmm. Nothing, right? Yeah, I, I really love the example that you gave with, uh, with the kids. So I strongly believe that kids are among the very few people who live in the present. Yes. They, they, they don't constantly think, oh no, yesterday was that bad day, what's going to happen tomorrow? And they don't overthink things. Oh, we're going skiing. We're building a house. Yeah. I have no idea how I'm, how I'm going to do it, but why I'm the just hell doing not? it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are the experiences that inspired you so far? And what are the things that continue to inspire you? And that's a great question. Well, I think everything inspires me. Everything, really, from a walk in the forest to a, a film I'm seeing or a song I'm hearing. Really, everything can inspire you. If you're present and if you start documenting, taking pictures, taking screenshots, everything can inspire you. I think nature inspires uh, a lot of people inspires me as well. I take inspiration in in humans, in a conversation I have with someone, mm-hmm. or a situation I was in. So basically, everything can inspire you if you're present in the moment. Mm-hmm. And and is it like the aha moment hits you then, or it hits you afterwards? It depends. It depends on on the situation, I guess, or the mood that you're that you're in. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to be in a specific or I need to be in a specific mood to, in order to create something. There are cases where um, I need to express my creativity in my job, right? Mm-hmm. And 
this is where I need to find creative solutions. So I'm not doing something and I'm, I'm not creating an object or whatever. I'm just finding creative solutions to a specific problem. I'd like to, to just give myself deadlines in that time because I know when I'm a bit pressured, I find clever solutions. Okay. So I like to give myself deadlines. I like to put my phone away because I don't want to be distracted. And I'm just brainstorming solutions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How important is it to just let things go and let your mind flow freely? Really important. I think it's the most important thing. In order to, to have that creativity sparkle, you need to, to take a break from everything and just connect to your mind and to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's important to, to take a break from time to time. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that creativity is different in different areas. Yes. So creativity within UX uh, manifests itself in one way. Creativity when working on your candles and creating that mm-hmm. experience of scent manifests in a different way. How, how do you balance things out? Uh, does one domain impact the other? I don't think they are. I, I just find time in my day to, to do both. And I recharge a lot by doing hands-on activities just because I'm working on a laptop and I like to be hands-on. That, that's the moment in the day when I recharge my batteries. I'm not the type of person that I recharge by sleeping or procrastinating or doing nothing. I like to do something practical. Mm-hmm. How, how does an average day in your life look like? I try to wake up early. 7 8 a.m in the morning in the summertime i'm i'm an early bird i, I like to to wake up at 6 a.m uh, when it's cold outside and it's uh dark i cannot wake up before seven okay and then i make myself a cup of tea and i start um writing down my to-do list for that day and then because i have a full-time job i need to balance that with everything else i'm doing and the main focus is that until four or five o'clock in the afternoon, I have a couple of minutes, uh, m- meetings, sorry, in the morning. Um, then I'm finishing my tasks. I'm taking my dog for a walk because I want to clear my head every, t- every day. Uh, midday, I'm taking my dog for a walk. Um, and then after work, I'm trying to, to see what I have to do for my candles because it transformed into a small business right now. Mm-hmm. And I need to take care of that also. So I'm just balancing that. Oh, and I'm, I'm doing, um, from time to time, I like to, to help out some startups. Okay. And if I find out that someone has a really interesting idea and they contact me, I usually say yes. Okay. And help them out. Is it because you want to be involved in something that, you believe can do a greater good? Yeah, of course, but also because I can recognize if someone has a great idea and I want to help them out because it's really hard to start something from scratch when you don't have a budget, for example. And the UX is a great part of a product if it's not the main part. <laughs> and I, I, I just want to help them out. I just want to give something back. What are the things that get your creative energy going? So you said you wake up quite early, you mm-hmm. get down to work, you focus on your job at Rebel Dot, mm-hmm. you build awesome products, and then your energy level goes up and then it goes down, mm-hmm. then it goes back up again. So in the afternoon, you said you take your dog for a walk, you clear your head, 
how do you boost your energy levels? Is it knowing that, okay, I finished this part of the day and I'm moving on to a completely different design domain? It depends. I think the energy levels are related to how I sleep, what I eat in that day, if I take my supplements or not. If I did some yoga in the previous day, that helps a lot. I'm trying to, right now I'm doing a yoga challenge actually, and it's working pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. What is the challenge about? You need to do that for 30 days. And I, I want to stick on it because I have troubles with being, with having a discipline. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's so it's like problem. every day for 10 minutes you need to do something. Yes, and I have uh, videos that I follow, so that's really easy. The only thing that it's not that easy is being uh, consistent and doing it every single day. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do that. Then yeah, that that uh, that's the main thing that keeps my my energy levels good. So basically, what I eat, my my supplements, how I sleep, if I do something that. I really enjoyed that day. I'm full of energy. And I think I discovered something quite recently. I like to be extra busy. When I don't have uh, many tasks in that day, I tend to be lazy. If I know I have a lot of things to to solve, I get a lot of energy by doing them. Yeah, because you get winded up. Yes. And I really like that. I have periods of time when I work a lot and um, I'm afraid that I'm going to be burned out, but I'm, I'm not, actually. I really enjoy those periods of time when I, I have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. They give me energy. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you stay unique as a designer throughout the whole process? It's really hard to be unique right now. It's hard. You need to get inspired by everything around you, but it's really hard to be unique. It's really hard to invent something right now. Okay, but you can twist things around and show them in your own way. Of course, you can iterate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then, does it make it unique? Doesn't it? I'm not sure. Not sure where you draw the line, actually. Okay. I'm thinking, would that product exist in the way that you've molded it if it wouldn't have had your impact? If someone else would have worked on it, it would have been something completely different. It's like giving a guitar or a drums kit to a kid and playing out a Nirvana track. I think you're right, yeah. I think we all leave our mark to something that we are creating because it's part of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And essentially, when someone lights up that candle or someone uses a, a digital product that mm-hmm. you've built, they experience a part of you because even though you are satisfying the needs, it's that personal touch that makes it unique, that makes them resonate with the product. Yeah. It makes them feel the warmth that you're advertising with uh, your love candles, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. It could be like that. Or they can create the experience that it's suitable for them mm-hmm. by using that product. And what do you think is more important in being creative? Doing something you love or doing something that is accepted by others? Oh, Doing something you love, of course. If you're not doing something you love, it's really hard to be creative because the creativity comes from you, from what you love, from what you're passionate about. It's really hard to be creative when you don't like what you do. And how, how do you deal with rejection? 
you've worked you've worked on something amazing you've put your heart and soul into it and then rejection hits what do you do it depends if we're talking about digital products i'm not sure it's uh the base case scenario to be rejected because you had done a lot of research mm -hmm. to get to that idea so you did something wrong but if you get uh, rejected i think you need to reevaluate in order to see if your uh, solution was good enough if we're talking about creating a product which is a candle in our case if you get rejected that's fine maybe it's you're not not your target audience so mm -hmm. I tend, really, I tend not to care. And okay. I tend to do whatever I want because my, that's my space when I can be authentic. And if someone likes it, fine. If not, that's okay. Yeah, and, and this authenticity is the one that creates that specific uniqueness, mm -hmm. that creates the you that you are showing. So, and here again, I'll go to the, um, to the songs example. Mm -hmm. Imagine... Nacy this song being played by someone else, it would be completely different. It wouldn't be quite the same. The feeling would be the same, and the emotions right. that you feel would be would be quite different. And sometimes, you know, uh, working as designers, uh, <laughs> sometimes more often than other times, we are hit with creative blocks. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you get your inspiration from nature, you get your inspiration from people, and you get inspiration from old things that are around you. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with creative blocks? Do you like disconnect from everything and try to look at things from a different perspective? So when you have a creative block as a, as a designer, I think you need to step out and do, do everything the opposite that you learned. So just say, I, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't care. No. I'm taking it from the ground up. <laughs> Change your routine. Change your routine. You will see things completely different. Take a step back, research. Uh, maybe your idea will come from something that you will see. Even if it's for another, created for another scenario, maybe you can just adapt it. So take a step back, do everything uh, completely opposite, and then research a lot. Going back to the, um, uh, to the ideation process. Yeah. Do you pre-validate your ideas? And here I'm talking about your candle business. Or do you just go with the flow on those? Sometimes, sometimes I don't. Sometimes okay. I do whatever I want. Awesome. Most and, of the time. Okay. And you've seen that very, very small thing where you started as a hobby mm -hmm. and then you branched out into having that small business mm -hmm. and you've seen the impact. Mm -hmm. So do you think this was the triggering factor that led your business to success? It might be, yeah. It might be. And on the other on the other domain, uh, working on dig digital products yes. as as a UX designer, what what are the things that you think are crucial in getting them right from the beginning? Oh, understanding, understanding why are you building that? Understanding what are you trying to build? Understanding the business, have a good communication with the st stakeholders, empathy. I think those are the stepping stones in order to create a, a good product. Relying on all the experience that you have building digital products at Rebeldot and building physical products, both of them creating experiences for the people who use them, what is the advice that you would give to someone who has an awesome idea but has no idea where to start? 
just put, put everything, every single idea, put it on paper. You might get a lot of ideas during the day and you might dismiss some of them because you think they are not important or just silly or whatever. Just put your ideas on paper and try to make a plan. Uh, talk to people and don't try to validate your idea. It's your idea. It's awesome enough. Talk to people. Maybe you will get inspired in how you can do that and start researching. Start creating uh, a skeleton for that product. I think that's it. Start mm -hmm. doing it. I don't know. Why not? What is the one advice? And I mean, the advice that you got that you still carry on with you today? I think it can sound a bit cliche, but uh, it's uh, never give up on your dreams and believe in yourself more. And um, how would you pass this on based on your overall design experience to young designers who are just coming off the college floor or they are learning for themselves and they want to get started in being creative and becoming a UX designer or product designer or any design domain? Mm -hmm. Well, I think when you're young and you are thinking, what do you want to become? You shouldn't be afraid. So don't be afraid to follow your dreams. You can be anything you want. And if you're afraid, do it afraid. It doesn't matter. Try to find out who you are and do it with, uh, with passion. Put your passion in, in, in anything that sparks your uh, interest. So I think that's it. That's the advice. Every, in anything you would like to do, do that thing with passion. Invest 100% of, of your resources and time into that. But be sure... It comes from, from uh, deep inside you, and you really love that. And if you fail, don't worry, everyone fails. Doesn't really matter who cares if you fail, right? Just do it anyway. Just do it anyway, yeah, do it scared. Awesome. Thank you, Wana. Thank you, Tom. It's been a pleasure.